It's a little disappointing. Governor Greg Abbott is imposing a new mandatory face mask rule. So is Jay Inslee in Washington State. President Trump heads to Mount Rushmore today for an early 4th of July celebration with fireworks, something officials at the memorial banned 10 years ago over wildfire concerns. Tomorrow, Mr. Trump hosts a party on the south lawn of the White House, where guests will be able to watch Washington, D.C.'s fireworks display. CBS's Paula Reed. Here in Washington, the mayor is discouraging people from hosting large gatherings over the holiday weekend, but she does not control what happens on federal property, and tomorrow the president will host a salute to America, which will include music, fireworks, even flyovers. But the city's mayor says she has communicated to the administration that she does not believe that this event complies with the administration's own best practices on preventing the spread of coronavirus. A new criminal complaint claims a fellow soldier at Fort Hood in Texas killed Vanessa Guillen and hid her body with help from his girlfriend. CBS's Maria Villarreal. The complaint says that suspect Cecily Aguilar's boyfriend, specialist Aaron Robinson, struck Guillen in the head with a hammer multiple times, killing her on base before placing her in a box. Robinson then allegedly picked Aguilar up to help him dispose of Guillen's body. According to the complaint, they attempted to dismember and burn the body before burying the remains. Guillen disappeared more than two months ago. Robinson killed himself two days ago after police stopped him outside a bar. It's taken a while, but you can drink again in one state without worrying about getting arrested. The state of Mississippi has officially ended prohibition nearly 90 years after alcohol was legalized in the U.S. Under current law, Mississippi is still considered a completely dry state. Residents can vote to allow liquor sales in their city or county. Only 29 of the 82 counties in Mississippi are still dry. Temperance efforts in Mississippi, mostly led by members of the Christian Church, began in the early 1800s. Jim Crisilda, CBS News. Markets closed for an early fourth observance. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. Capital One knows life doesn't alert you about your credit card. Hey, Couch Surfers, we've got nonstop tunes to keep you rocking while you work. Oh, and Colleen, yes, you Colleen with a K. Your free trial of Movie Plus ends tomorrow, and your card may be charged. Do you want to continue or cancel? So meet Eno, the Capital One assistant. Eno looks out for surprise charges, like when free trials expire, and helps if you need to fix them. Eno, another way Capital One is watching out for your money when you're not. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Limitations apply and save big at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything and an extra 50% off clearance. Shop tees, dresses, and shorts from $9.99 and more at unbeatable prices. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green, the iconic cleaning formula known around the globe. Try a Simple Green product today, and if you're not 100% satisfied, I'll refund your money. Visit us at simplegreen.com. Simple Green! Are you sweating it out, even when the AC's on? CBS's Nancy Chen says it could be a sign of health danger. Hot flashes and night sweats are linked to greater risk for heart problems. A study in the American Journal Obstetrics and Gynecology found that women of any age who have hot flashes and night sweats are more likely to experience non-fatal cardiovascular events, like heart attacks, angina, and strokes. The risk was 70% greater in postmenopausal women. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson says he's having a wonderful time being a dad. He and his fiancée, Carrie Simons, welcomed Wilfred Laurie Nicholas at the end of April. That was right after Johnson was treated for the coronavirus. Today, the Prime Minister told reporters he's a pretty hands-on father to what he calls a wonderful kid. But he says he was way too busy with work to take paternity leave. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. President Trump just tweeted, and he says the new book Blitz is hot and calls David Horowitz a great author. Already a number one bestseller, Blitz makes predictions about Trump that will shock you. Blitz is at bookstores, or see the free offer and save $28. Just call 800-NEWSMAX, 800-NEWSMAX, or go to Blitz411.com, Blitz411.com. Mike Huckabee says if everyone read Blitz, Trump would win. Newsmax says it's the best book of 2020. Get Blitz or call 800-NEWSMAX for the free offer. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. I'm a young guy, and I think I'll always be on it. Just for me, I'm by myself, so I don't really uh, 
cook extravagant meals. It's all looking to kind of get a balanced diet with the easiest way. But uh, I noticed way more clear of a head and I, like get out of work and I, I still have the energy to hit the gym hard. Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code FRUITS. At Century National Bank, we believe strong communities are built with local volunteers, donations, and leadership. Last year, we supported 301 local organizations and donated more than $393,000 to our local communities. Our bankers care about helping our entire community thrive and prosper. Century National Bank is committed to investing money locally and doing everything in our power to support the people and groups in our neighborhoods. Century National Bank, Division of the Park National Bank, member FDIC, CenturyNationalBank.com. We espouse a home-based model because uh, really it allows us to get to know the client and the situations that they live in and their family dynamics much better. Our mission is about bringing the best to the table and helping people to find what their best is. Pepper will walk beside that individual and that family to provide stability and safety. OCR Plus is still the one at matching qualified and reliable employees with local businesses. If you need good employees, contact Personal Plus at 740-592-3416 or drop by the Employment Options Office located in the Market on State. Personnel Plus. We are local, we are nonprofit, and we are community. Personnel Plus is the employment service of the Athens County Board of DB. Hey, it's Boots. We'll talk NASCAR, crazy rides, and take your calls. Enjoy the holiday weekend. That's AutoSmarts Friday afternoon at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. In association with Gruiser Realty and Building, Larry Conrath, he sells land. Larry Conrath, he sells land. Larry Conrath, he sells land. 5913015. 5913015. Five nine one three oh one five. What was that number again? I said five nine one three oh one five. Hello there. On behalf of my wife Bev and my Power 105 Money Omnibus team, and of course my partners across the window on the 97th of Wathens, we want to wish the United States of America a happy 244th birthday, and all of you a safe Fourth of July weekend. In our 70th year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. for the winter coats. It's going to be a very cold 92 degrees today. show on the air and um, we haven't quite figured out where this perfect place to put it is because we have so many other great programs too but it's called Auto Smarts it debuted last Friday and uh, if you like cars or vehicles uh, it's meant for you and uh, it also has a, a some interest in uh, auto racing too, I guess. But um, it's currently being aired Fridays at 105, uh, 106, I guess. And um, this will be the second week for it. We just had a little uh, teaser for it on the air a moment ago. And uh, folks, uh, listen to it, will you? And uh, let us know what you think. But. Um, I heard last week's program, and these guys certainly are enthused. Uh, 
about vehicles. And I, I get in, kind of enthused about vehicles, too, you know. Uh, it's always fun to have a neat car. And yeah, I listened to it last week, <coughs> too. It was pretty, it was not, it was more than what I expected, mm-hmm. actually. It was uh, entertaining, and, you know, they're getting some good guests. Like, uh, they had uh, a cut in there from Jay Leno, um, somebody else involved with racing. Um, so, yeah, it's it was cool. Yeah. So, uh, you know, check it out. It's uh, something new we've added to our lineups. We have some other things in mind, too. And um, uh, we may have to move some things around a little bit to find the perfect, uh, you know, what days to air what and what time of the day to air this and that and so on. But um, anyway, this one we've added, and we want to know what you think. Auto Smarts, and it airs presently Fridays at 106. All right. Well, good morning, folks. Um, Twice this morning, I've tried to reach out to uh, Mayor Patterson. He has, you know, the mayor has so many morning meetings and so on. I I think he was in some situation where he couldn't answer my call on his cell phone. But um, uh, what I'm concerned about is I'm hearing some conflicting information. Now, Scott, I'm going to need all your help on this. All right. We'll see what we can do. I was at a social event Wednesday night and Thursday night. And at both of them, people about me said, no, we're not having any fireworks here in Athens tonight, meaning uh, by tonight, I mean today. Friday. There we go. And I said, yes, we are. And they said, no, the mayor said we can't do it. And so I I thought I'd try to get straight to the source. But I know that the fireworks company that um, has... uh, you know, has worked with the city for some years. Um, they had asked us to do the music for it. Um, the sort of synchronized music, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. And um, and uh, Mr. Cheeseman and Mr. Mills on our staff. We're working that all out and even told me it was done, ready to go. So, you know, I just don't understand how there can be too much confusion. Certainly we've heard that many of the customary events that um, oh, Clyde Baker's group has put together annually. Car shows. Yeah, that sort of thing. And, and fourth of july kids parade and that that sort of thing yeah even with the pools been closed for the summer but there was always you know free swimming there on the third and fourth but obviously that's not going to happen yeah so severely changed but we had heard though that nevertheless um tonight we were going to have fireworks at 10 o'clock and they were going to try to uh, cause people to park in the uh, the market on State Street's lots, uh, every other space, and then other places, uh, you know, this social distancing. And um, th- th- that would be kind of a task unto itself, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. If someone pulls in next to another car, are you going to make them back up and move out or what? Anyway, um, and then tomorrow on the 4th itself, Thunder in the Valley. Isn't that what they call it? Yes. Um, Again, severely different than previous years, again, because of the concern about the COVID virus. But still... The fireworks part, we understood, was taking place. 
and it to a 10 o'clock start. And, uh, of course, that's in the Nelsonville area. And where previously the all the parking lots in the vicinity of Hawking College were just wall-to-wall cars, they were going to be very restrictive and limit the number of cars that could enter there. But um, up there, I might add, there's plenty of places to watch the fireworks from besides the campus. Yep. So I was just trying to get straight from the horse's mouth, at least in terms of Athens. Okay. Well, I'm looking on Facebook now where it is listed, uh, the page for Visit Athens, Ohio. And on this, it says, Two days of fireworks in Athens County. It goes on to say, important update, the Hocking Valley Scenic Railway will not be running on the night of the 4th. And then it goes on to say, July 3rd at 10 p.m. in Athens, view at the east end of East State Street, parking Mm. in shopping center lots or ride the bike path, music on Power 105.5. Okay. So that's according to Visit Athens, Ohio Facebook page. And then tomorrow? Uh, July 4th, 10 p.m., Thunder in the Valley in Nelsonville. View near Hawking College, parking every other spot at Hawking College or the Ride the Bike Path. Um, as always, masks and social distancing are encouraged. Please park safely and be cautious of traffic. Our thanks to the Nelsonville Fire Department and the City of Athens for bringing us two great shows to enjoy this year. In, <clears throat> I'm just curious, what Facebook page is that? Visit Athens, Ohio. Okay, so that's probably under the, maybe under the Chamber of Commerce? Uh, it, it doesn't list that. Okay. Too, so let me see if I can get into about this Facebook page. And uh, I don't see anything listed there, so. That's all right. I was just curious. Yeah, it's uh, just Facebook page is Visit Athens, Ohio. I'll have to check that out. Yep. I don't think I've ever looked at it. Well, anyway, folks, it is uh, the third day of July, and um, it's um, um, we had um, there's there's a group I belong to that meets on the first Thursday of every month. They haven't done so for three or four months now because of this. Coronavirus, but they attempted to get it going again last night. Um, it's always held at a very nice place. Normally, the Country Club. Uh, the Country Club had a wonderful outdoor deck, very large, many tables spread out. We normally have around 38 or 40 people who attended who attend a, a monthly meeting if everybody were there it'd be about 60 but we normally have about 40 last night we had 24 but it was the first time that we had reconvened after this gap of three or four months now right um, everybody, nobody was sitting side by side. The tables, you could be, you know, like three feet apart around as, as you circle the table. It was so pleasant. Um, many people were wearing masks, except for when they were eating. And, um. Uh, or having a, a cocktail or something like that. Um, it was so pleasant to return to some of that, which we used to take very much for granted. And I am so hopeful that uh, our society, our health, everything will uh, allow us 
to get back to at least a normalcy that I very much appreciate. Well, that that leads us, I guess, into um, our statistics. And um, so I brought them in. They were updated yesterday. We'll next update them at 2 o'clock today. So in the world, we have 10.7 million cases. There have been 516,000 deaths. And 5,000, I'm sorry, 5 million, well, 5.5 million are considered recovered. Now, when you consider the world's population, the number of those that have become infected, yep, it's less um, way less than one percent. It's basically a tenth of one percent. But still, Okay, now, the United States. We have 327 million people living in our nation. Yesterday, the number of cases that had... um, The number was 2,741,000. I'll round it up. 2,742,000 cases. Um, now, of the cases, and once a case, always a case, right? They don't disappear when people get well, just to make sure you understand that. Uh, but 130,000 had died, 844,000 have recovered. And the balance are being treated, right? So, in this nation of ours, the United States, how many cases were new yesterday? 52,000. Now, where do I go next? Of course, it's our own state, Ohio. We have 11,690,000 residents. There's someone walking out in our yard. (laughs) I never see anyone walking out there. No, and it's not an animal. No. Oh, well. Uh, 11,690,000 people live in Ohio. Yesterday, the case count rose to 54,166. So, there were 1,301 new cases yesterday that, from the day before. Now, we have a little more detail here. So, 2,035 of those people are being treated in ICU, intensive care units. 6,003 are in regular hospital rooms, if you will. There were 2,903 deaths. That's a cumulative number. And we had um, 26,547 active cases but being treated at home. And then the last figure is we have 16,678 who have now fully recovered. 
Okay, Athens County. It's our last last group, and um, six, we got sixty six thousand people here. As of yesterday, we rose to thirty seven cases. Four were being hospital hospitalized. There we go. Twenty two are considered recovered. And, of course, very early on, we had a single death. So there you go. So we've done that part. We can do some more later on. But um, I asked uh, the Dave machine from uh, over on uh, XTQ to slip over for a minute because, uh, folks, if you are unaware of it, he is Mr. Trivia. Uh, he has so many... Um, showbiz or game show or um, so much trivia knowledge um, packed away in his brain that um, I thought um, given the, the, the announcement that uh, Hugh Downs passed uh, it would be fun to just reflect a little bit um, so Mr. Machine. Thank you, Dave. Good morning. Let me Hi. turn on. Wait a minute. Turn on your mic. All right. There you go. Good to see you, Scott. Good. Nice morning. to see you somewhat than other than across the window. Yes. So, so there, there we are in the flesh. And it, yes, the there flesh. we are. Okay. So Give Hugh us. Downs. Um, am I, may I speak? <laughs> okay. Or to you two. Go on. Go on. <laughs> anyway, uh, Hugh Downs. Um, was a native of Ohio. Did mm -hmm. you know that? From Lima, yes. In Lima, correct. Um, he got his start, just like you, Dave, in radio. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was only about 15, I think, and he just he walked into a radio station on his way home from school and asked if he could have a job. He said he wanted to be an, an announcer. And I think he started by sweeping and doing other uh, duties like that, and eventually they did put him on the air while I was in college. Um... And his radio career advanced. But uh, along the way, somewhere, he got involved in television. Mm -hmm. uh, now, lay on us some of that magic you keep in your head. Oh, yeah, listen, for Hugh Downs, it's a pleasure, I'm telling you. Uh, he was he made it so close to age 100, I thought he was going to make it. He was born Valentine's Day, 1921, so he was 99 years and a couple of months old. Couldn't quite hit the century mark. But he his big break was when he was in Chicago, and he hosted a show for NBC called The Home Show, which he co-hosted with Arlene Francis, who was a giant in New York radio, and uh, viewers of What's My Line might remember her for 25 years. She was uh, the only regular panelist to pretty much be on there for the entire run. And he had uh, great success with that for a few years. And he also was an announcer for Sid Caesar on Caesar's Hour. And he also did an incredible job there. So when Jack Parr took over The Tonight Show, Steve Allen hosted The Tonight Show for three years. Then they had this disastrous experiment of something called America After Dark, which they ran for six months. Then they went back to the old Tonight Show format uh, sometime in late 1957. And uh, when the network went to Jack Parr asking who he would like as announcer, he said, how about that guy from Caesar's Hour? He's got a nice, non-intrusive, easygoing manner about him. I'd like him to be the guy. So he did that, and after he hosted, after he announced on the Tonight Show for about a year, at the same time, he also began hosting a game show called Concentration. Yes. Uh, in the morning and he I mean it, it, the, the guy was tremendously versatile I mean between the announcing for programs like a Jack Parr show doing informational series like the one he did with Arlene Francis and then he became a master of ceremonies it uh, it's just really amazing and he was able to do all those things so beautifully he was the host of that show for about 10 or so years because after a while he just the, the grind of doing all those things just started to catch up with him. Mm -hmm. But after Jack Parr left The Tonight Show, Hugh Downs left with him to take over for John Chancellor as the anchor of The Today Show, which he hosted for nine years. So he was doing The Today Show at 7 o'clock in the morning for a couple of hours. Then a few hours later, he was on doing this entertainment program called Concentration. And 
it it's just remarkable how he was able to do all those things and do them so well. And in addition to that, you know, he was also a commercial pitchman and um, had had uh, some other talents going for him. He when, he when he left concentration, he stayed with the Today Show for a few years. Then he just decided to st- uh, retire or step down or you know just take it a whole lot easier. And he pretty much considered himself retired, you know, maybe semi-retired. I define semi-retired as make me an offer. And what ended up happening was he would uh, host occasional documentaries for PBS. He hosted a show on PBS called Over Easy. Uh, he sometimes would uh, co-host a show that Barbara Walters uh, did for syndication called Not For Women Only that was uh, on some NBC stations. And there was one week when he was subbing for David Hartman on Good Morning America. David was the original host of that. And w- during the week that he was guest hosting for David, ABC began a brand new news magazine, so this is 1978, called 2020. And it was hosted by two gentlemen named Harold Hayes and Robert Hughes. And their version of the show tanked so badly, they didn't even last a second week. So what happened was Rune Arledge, the president of ABC News and Sports at the time, went to Hugh, who happened to be in New York, you know, because he was pitch hitting for David on GMA, and said, would you consider taking over the show for a while? until we get somebody else. Well, a while ended up lasting 21 years, and in September 1999, he pretty much did retire, logging over 15,000 hours on television, which was a record that stood until Regis Philbin eclipsed it four years later after his retirement. So sometime in 2004 is when Regis passed Hugh. Well, um, a pure gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you never know about their personal life, but I have to assume it's pretty hard to uh, be so gentle, such a perfect gentleman mm-hmm. on the air and not also in person. He, I don't know how many people had a chance to hear First Light this morning because it's a show that's on from 5 to 6 a.m., but right toward the end of the show, so really close to 6 o'clock, they did a nice uh, obituary piece on Hugh, and they had some... Uh, audio footage of him doing an interview he was asked how he would like to be remembered he said not necessarily for being talented in this and talented in that but if at least i could be remembered as a nice person that would make him very happy and i think he uh, was able to satisfy that indeed well your knowledge of these sort of things always um, uh, just amazes me (laughs) and um we have a lot of fun in the building with you throwing out this tidbit and that tidbit uh, almost daily about something. <laughs> so um, thank you for helping well, us. You're welcome. All right. Thanks for having me over. So uh, Dave Machine, um, daily mornings on uh, Power 105. And um, thanks for coming. All right. Let's see here. I guess I can turn that mic off. Um, Today is, uh, as we said, July 3rd. There are 180 days now left in this year. We're past the midpoint. Today's the 185th. Our highlight in history, no surprise here, 1863, the three-day Civil War Battle of Gettysburg in Pennsylvania ended in a major victory for the North as Confederate troops failed to breach Union positions during an assault known as Pickett's Charge. Other things on this date. 1775, much earlier, General George Washington took command of the Continental Army at Cambridge, Massachusetts. I'm reading some of these here because we have so many. But um, I think those are the highlighted ones. That could take us to, um, I guess, birthdays, right? Oldest person listed is a playwright, Tom Stoppard. Stoppard. Excuse me. Who is 83. Uh, Michael Cole from the Mod Squad is 80. 
Gloria Alred, the attorney, is... Um, how many attorneys do we have show up on this list? Not very often, right? Scott, let's look up Gloria Alred. A-L-L-R-E-D. Anyway, she's 79, but yet she makes the uh, notables uh, list today for, for birthdays. We'll uh, go on just a bit here while he's uh, <clears throat> digging out why she made it. She's an American women's rights attorney known for taking high-profile high and often controversial cases particularly those involved in the protection of women's rights. Give us an example if they have one, like of a recent case or something. Uh, let's see. Who has she represented? She represented the women who accused Bill Cosby. Okay. I remember this now. Well, anyway... It's a little bit unusual to have an attorney make this list of birthdays. But she did. Um, Dave Barry, the humorist, 73. Actress Betty Buckley, 73. Jan Smithers, actress, 71. Actor Bruce Altman, 65. Montel Williams, talk show host, right? 64. Tom Cruise, 58. Connie Nielsen, an actress, 56. TV chef Sandra Lee is 54. Okay, I got to ask for some help, folks. This just reminded me. I have a recipe that calls for mushroom soy sauce. Okay, I can find soy sauce all over the place, any number of stores. I have not been able to find mushroom soy sauce. If anybody can make a suggestion where I might look, and I've tried most of the obvious places. Give me a call on this show. <laughs> and the number is 740-541-9284. No, 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 no. That's my cell phone. Let's try our number here on the show. 740-592-6646. I got it right there. Okay. Again. 594-592-6646. Now, am I right? Yep. <clears throat> yes. Okay. Suddenly I'm having... I've got too many numbers in my head here. Okay. Mushroom soy sauce. I can find it online. But I didn't think I would have to go to that extent. Okay. Um, bum, 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 bum. Julian Assange, WikiLeaks founder, 49 today. Trent Tomlinson, 45, he's a singer. Um, well, let's just skip down to the youngest person today. It's an actress, Kelsey. Well, no. I picked one with a tough pronunciation. B-A-T-E-L-A-A-N. Betelan? Maybe? Anyway, she's 25. Okay. Today is National Eat Your Beans Day. Now, when we took the chip course some years ago, legumes, right? Legumes is another expression or another way of talking about beans. And legumes, turns out, can be very important in your diet. Um, I don't mind baked beans. 
I don't mind some salads with legumes in it. But just to have a bowl of beans, uh-uh. So that was tough for me. Some chilies. Now, me, I would prefer a Cincinnati-style chili. I love the Cincinnati-style chili. What's what's the magic thing? Cinnamon, maybe? Um, but, you know, there's very few beans in Cincinnati-style chili. Right? Yep. Anyway. So it's National Eat Your Beans Day. It's National Chocolate Wafer Day. I don't think I will complain about that. And National Fried Clams Day. I do like clams. I confess. Well, let's see here. What about other events? The Battle of Gettysburg, the largest battle ever fought on the American continent, ends in a major victory on this date back in the year 1863 for the Union during the U.S. Civil War. We have back in the year 324, the Battle of Adrianople. And most of these words I can't pronounce, but it took place. And the Romans defeated uh, Emperor Constantine. No, no. It's his co-emperor, Vicinius. Okay. In the year 1187, the Battle of Horns of Hatton. Um, let's see. In, in 1884, Dow Jones publishes its first stock index. And that was known as the Dow Jones Transportation Average. All right. Okay, let's see here. George M. Cohen, C-O-H-A-N, showbizer, as I was, as I recall, died on the. Let's see. He was born on this date, but in the year 1878. He died in 1942. Now, am I right? Showbizer, right? George Cohen? C-O-H-A-N, yes. George M. Cohen. George Michael Cohen was an American entertainer, playwright, composer, lyricist, actor, singer, dancer, and theatrical producer. So I'd say I made it right. Yep. He was Showbizer. A, a vaudevillain. Okay, uh, Samuel de Samuel de Champlain. <laughs> Boy, I never know if I say him right, but uh, so C H A M P L A I N. Born on this date in the year fifteen sixty seven, he died in sixteen thirty five. Samuel de Champlain was a French colonist, navigator, cartographer, draftsman, soldier, explorer, geographer, ethnologist, diplomat, and chronicler. What? He made between 21 and 29 trips across the Atlantic Ocean and founded Quebec and New France on July 3rd, 1608. With a list like that, Of all his credentials, you'd wonder why there wasn't like, uh, and also plays the guitar or something. <laughs> um, okay, let's see here. Julian Assange. We we know him from uh, WikiLeaks, is it? 
Mm-hmm. Today's his 49th birthday. Tom Cruise, the actor, today's his 58th <clears throat> birthday. Now we have two deaths we could bring up. One is, of course, um, probably known to this audience. It was that of Jim Morrison with The Doors, right? Yes. Uh, he was born in 43 but died in 1971. Um, your Goygen, uh, Hippolito, your Goyen, Y R I G O Y E N. He died on this date in 1933. He was an Argentine politician from the Radical Civic Union and two time president of Argentina from 1916 to 22. And also 1928 to 1930. Fair enough. Well, folks, uh, we've had a lot of talk this week. We've, uh, I wouldn't say we failed to bring in guests. It's just, it's been a busy week. And um, the week before, even more so. And so, generally, I, I try to get my guests booked a week in advance. It just didn't happen. I ran out of time with all the different uh, responsibilities I have. So that's my excuse. We'll try to do better in having uh, guests a couple times each week at least. And I'll work on that very soon now. But this is the 4th of July weekend. Uh, it seemed only, um, what do you want to call it, logical that we would have some music appropriate to it, right? And... So, we hope you enjoy these last uh, 12 minutes or so of patriotic fanfares. Thank you. 
The Air Force uh, celebrating there. ensemble from the Navy. tell you those military fanfares uh, as presented by uh, the various different military music ensembles yabba dabba do oh it is friday isn't it yeah. have a great weekend folks in our 70th year of service to southeast ohio am 970 and 97.1 fm is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Americans enter the 4th of July weekend with warnings about the rapid rise in coronavirus cases. The U.S. set its sixth record high in a week and a half 
with another 52,000 cases. Dr. Aileen Marty is an infectious disease specialist at Florida University. It's absolutely the saddest thing, the most unnecessary situation that we're finding ourselves in, and it's behaviorally driven. Hospitalizations have more than doubled in Miami-Dade County in the last two weeks. Many beaches in South Florida are closed. They are also closed in hard-hit California, but New Yorkers have been hitting the sand at Coney Island. It gets you worried. You know, you got to keep your eyes open and stay tuned to everything that's going on, but... We're not going to let it stop us from enjoying the beautiful sun in the head. Just 1.1 percent of COVID tests are coming back positive in New York, the country's former epicenter. A no-brainer from Dr. Anthony Fauci. That we are not going in the right direction. He points out data showing a virus mutation allows for quicker spread. So much for a socially distanced basketball season. NBA players are supposed to stay safe from the coronavirus.